Good evening, everybody. Tonight we're going to be doing Flat Earth versus Globe Earth, and I apologize. We were going to have a 2v2, but we moved it into a 1v1. We had a cancellation, so uh, we're going to have Iron Horse versus Aiden tonight. And uh, to get us kicked off, Iron Horse, the floor is yours. Oh, well, thank you, Ryan. And um, I did write an introduction that probably doesn't make quite as much sense now that we've gone back to a 1v1. But um, I did say, well, greetings to all esteemed opponents or well, opponent <laughs> and I think we might have been on the same side in some in many respects um uh our gracious host Ryan and the modern day non-partisan debate channel and long-suffering listeners from all creeds and cults whatever your personal philosophy may be to paraphrase the famous author Sir Arthur Conan Doyle through his great detective character Sherlock Holmes investigation is a process of elimination when all that is impossible has been dismissed that which remains however improbable, must be the truth. Therefore, when someone makes a positive claim, the burden of proof rests with he who makes the claim. It's not the responsibility of the sceptic to prove them wrong. However, the scientific process of investigation demands that we question everything. Confirmation bias must be set aside and whichever conclusion is most preferred by the seek of truth and knowledge must be scrutinised most vehemently. Failure to do so creates an extremely fuzzy line between that which is scientific fact and that which is cult or religious belief. Without further ado, let's jump immediately into the origins of the spinning space ball belief. In fact, almost 2,000 years prior to when Copernicus and fellow religious brethren put it spinning daily on its axis, annually orbiting the sun like a wandering star, and considered the ancient Greek philosophers who proposed the geocentric stationary spherical Earth, inspired by the likes of Pythagoras, the mathematical philosopher who proposed that the sphere was the perfect shape since every point of the surface is equidistant from the centre. Although still roughly 25 centuries or so before the first known telescope was used to observe the celestials, it was not unreasonable to assume that since they all look round, there's a good chance they might also be spherical. So when Aristotle saw a circular shadow eclipsing a full moon, it was assumed the sun going around the central Earth was casting Earth's shadow onto the moon. This is the first challenge of confirmation bias because anyone can place a ball in the sun and cast a shadow onto it with a flat book or card and we see that it's the ball itself uh, causing the shadow to appear curved. Evidence which proves the moon is spherical, at least the only side of it we see, is not evidence that the Earth is spherical, nor is it proof the sun is actually beneath the ground casting shadow from Earth onto the moon. In fact, in modern times with modern technology, we've come to know that sometimes on Earth we'll see the shadow of something eclipsing the moon while the sun is still visible. Known as the Selenellian eclipse, it eliminates all possibility of it being the Earth eclipsing the moon. And if time permitted, we might explore the plethora of other possibilities that actually fit observations over and above personal preferences. Another example. Had the head librarian of Alexandria, circa 2 to 300 BC, set out to prove the Earth was flat and stationary with a nearby local sun, then the method Eratosthenes used to estimate the circumference of the spherical Earth with a simple change of biases would have confirmed the former rather than the latter would seem to me, in fact, that every bit of globe evidence in existence is extracted from deep within the realms of personal confirmation biases rather than held to the deep flames of rational scrutiny through which every scientific theory must ultimately pass. The globe has simply been accepted into groupthink, collective hive mind of humanity through the process of brainwashing and repetitive suggestion to the point where most of us aren't even aware that our very thoughts are not our own, our reactions, our responses are often little more then rehearse catchphrases and popular appeals to authorities. 
by all means, we should stand on the shoulders of giants, past and present, and use their knowledge, wisdom, and to advance us into the future present. But bear in mind, the tool is only as useful as the hand which wields it. We stand before the greatest tool in living human consciousness as you witness not just the internet sharing information by the gigabyte per nanosecond, but the live birth of artificial intelligence itself. And it seems as though, despite having the greatest tool at our disposal, we have no master craftsman capable of wielding it to create the ultimate masterpiece. It's always inevitably at the crossroads where we find ourselves making a deal with the devil. Everyone always chooses the red pill in the dream because the blue pill is so powerful, it creates the illusion that you're in control. If we are to wield our tool in accordance with every known law of physics, we must accept that water always seeks its level that higher pressure always moves to low, and that resistance is the only force which presents a thing from dropping. Otherwise, an object in motion remains in motion. The force of resistance comes from density, the relative density of the object to its surrounding medium. Since we live in the medium of air on the ground, the density of air relative to everything else allows it to drop if it's more dense. The multiple speeds and directions it must drop to create the illusion of dropping straight down on the heliocentric spinning spaceball belief boggles the mind to how any sane person of rational mind can believe them unless they are so outside of sane they are insane. All right, wrapped up right there. Thank you for that intro there, Iron Horse. Just want to remind everybody uh, that Modern Day Debate is a neutral platform. We host religion, science, politics debates. Uh, we just had our debate con four and uh, put up 10 videos of great debates with amazing speakers, so go check them out. It was a wild weekend. Uh, over to you, Aiden, up to 10 minutes for your introductory statement. All righty. So in terms of evidence that the Earth is flat, Oh, sorry, the Earth is round. Oh, I've already lost. There we go. Nah. Uh, in terms of the evidence that the Earth is round, um, when I was trying to pick some for this debate, I was like a, uh, it was like a buffet. I had so much to pick from. I didn't know uh, where to even start. Um, to give a couple of examples, uh, one would be that um, when you're on the southern hemisphere and you look south, and you've got somebody else on a different geographical position also looking south, uh, they are able to see the same constellations. Now, on the flat Earth model, uh, that such a thing shouldn't be possible. They should be looking in different directions. But under the globe Earth model, they are looking in the same direction and are thus able to see the same constellation. Uh, another um, piece of evidence that the Earth is round and not flat um, comes from Aristophanes, as Iron Horse did mention. Um, what uh, The experiment that Aristophanes, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but I'm going to go with that, Aristophanes, um, uh, did was that he observed that shadows in the city of Cyrene um, at noon well, that were non-existent, like the sun would come up over the houses and stuff and there'd be no shadows casting from the houses. So he walked over to Alexandria, um, held up a stick and tried to figure out if that stick would cast a shadow at noon. As it turns out, it did. Now, uh, he was able to um, uh, measure the shadow and uh, able to mathematically determine not only that the earth would have to be round but also the circumference of the earth and he did so with pretty damn good accuracy now of course how this would be what was verified by modern science that we've also you know gone to space we've taken photos of the earth all that sort of stuff we you know nasa's done a lot of work in this and of course we're expected to believe that a lot of this is either confirmation bias as iron horses uh, put forward or it's some sort of a conspiracy. They're lying to us to hold to a certain opinion or something. 
And I guess I would have to ask why, what would be the point? Uh, what, what motivation would each of these people have to prefer a globe Earth over a round Earth? Um, uh, Iron Horse uh, mentioned Pythagoras. That's, uh, it was a belief that the, um, that a circle is uh, the most perfect shape. And that's all well and good. Um, but obviously that doesn't reflect on NASA's position that the Earth is a uh, globe because they'll even tell you that it's not perfectly circular. So they wouldn't agree with Pythagoras on his point there. Um, neither did Aristophanes use that kind of reasoning to justify his position. He used experimentation along with logic and mathematics, and he came to his conclusion based off that. And it's all well and good to say that, well, we need to consider the alternative of a flat Earth theory, but the flat Earth theory doesn't uh, provide any alternative evidence that we might consider other than just asking questions, really. You know, how is it that, uh, you know, uh, I I can't remember what Einhor said specifically about air density, but he had questions to ask about air density. It didn't seem to make sense to him. Well, that's all well and good that you can ask that question, but asking a question isn't an argument. There's, you know, if you aren't really sure about how air density is supposed to work under the global model, then ask a scientist um, and they'll be happy to tell you. Um, it doesn't really prove anything about the flat earth model. Like what I guess I'm sort of trying to say here is that I'm interested in what the positive evidence for the flat earth model is. Why should I? Because I'm sure I've been crazed to believe that the Earth is a globe. Um, but why should I believe that everybody who's told me that is lying um, in favor of your model? Like, because you could also not to accuse you of anything, but you could also just be lying or deceived. Um, and we could always say that, oh, you only believe what you believe because you're raised in a culture. Uh, that's a fallacious argument because that's not addressing what the arg the validity of the argument itself. It's just addressing where the argument comes from. So I would like to know why the flat earth model it has more validity um, than the globe earth model when the globe earth model makes sense of every single observation we've ever made about the earth um, from everything to the fact that when we look out into the universe we seem to see that every other planet is round uh, we have no reason to believe that ours is different all of our all of our global um, uh, positioning systems satellites all these different technologies that we use in our everyday lives all depend on the fact that the earth is round so i'm going to love to see the positive evidence for why the earth is flat all right we're going to kick it into an open discussion i'm going to remind everybody in our live chat too that we're going to be doing a q a at the end of this so if you get your questions in now they're going to be asked nice and early both of our guests are going to be linked in the description below so check that out for sure uh iron horse i'm going to hand it back to you to respond to some of what you just heard to get us into our open discussion thanks for being here everybody yeah, no problem. Wow. Um, yeah, like uh, I, I can hear you, the conviction in your voice that you believe in what you're saying, but when you say everything comports with the experience of what you expect for a round earth, I mean, round doesn't even mean spherical to begin with, but even if you did assume it's spherical, if you have to assume, you know, the, the most fundamental aspect of the spinning space ball is that it's spinning faster than the speed of sound one and a third times on its axis and it's hurtling through space 65 times the speed of sound and you're saying that our observations match that none of our observations match any amount of motion whatsoever so you've started with a very strong um appeal to authority which has no basis in reality like nobody has ever detected motion in earth in fact one of the things i was going to present but i didn't have enough time to was a series of quotes of different scientists throughout the ages who have fundamentally said that everything that we observe acts as though the earth itself is not in motion. Everything. 
I'd be very surprised to hear that, um, considering that all the scientists I've ever seen of all who care very much about observation, obviously, observation is an integral part of the scientific method. And the entirety of the scientific community says that the Earth is in motion around the sun. Uh, so I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like you say that I make an appeal to authority, um, but quoting sources, it, like you even say that you have scientists that say that um, there's no motion in the earth. So I guess I would have to say what makes you able to quote those scientists and if they even did say that, and why can't I quote these scientists? What is it about their arguments that's actually wrong? I don't, like, I, I, didn't, I don't think I heard that, sorry. Right, yeah. Well, I've just opened up a, a list and yeah the first one's by albert einstein and we've got richard wolfen henry poincare hendrick lorentz lincoln barnett julian barbour isaac newton stephen hawking george ellis and lawrence krauss and each one of them is making a quote specifically saying that we observe the earth to be at rest you know i could go through them i'll read run at random no physical experiment has ever proved that the earth is actually in motion that's lincoln barnett every single one of them has said through the scientific process we've detected no motion of the earth and you have to bear in mind that this is many decades after Foucault's pendulum had already been in existence so all of them scientifically are saying it's a bunch of nothing as well so you know I, I could so play each Einstein. one so you mentioned Einstein there so is the person who came up with the theory of general relativity which you know explains the whole you know orbit of all the planets and everything like that you think that that person are you um suggesting that that person actually thought that the earth was flat he's never said that the earth was flat i, I doubt that the idea okay. even crossed his mind but because he was so indoctrinated in the idea that we are going around the sun that he couldn't believe the fact we have no optical experiments that can prove that we're in motion even um, though that Foucault's pendulum was well known for at least three decades prior so you so you say Einstein was indoctrinated, indoctrinated based on what? What are they indoctrinating with? The the belief that the Earth is going around the sun. Yeah, but what, what what did they use to indoctrinate him? What Because what Einstein's a pretty smart guy, you know. He believes in evidence. He's a scientist. He's obviously pretty scrupulous about a lot of things. He changed our fundamental understanding of how time works. I don't oh. think you really pull a fast one on good old Einstein. So how did they fool him? Like, What did they give him that fool him? Well, well, it's quite possible that some people are just savants. You know, they can be brilliant at one thing, but absolutely useless at another. And so, why? Yeah, but I don't think he might have I don't think come Einstein... up with brilliant on one aspect. He might have been completely autistic on another level. Who knows? I, I, I can't say. I wasn't there. But well, I certainly don't think that um, Einstein was uh, 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 incredulous. Let's say on autistic. astrology and that sort of thing. Yeah, I don't really prefer that term to be honest, but. Um, uh, when it comes to science and that sort of stuff and the way that the planets move, um, I would think that Einstein, if he was indoctrinated into the belief that the Earth is round and that it goes around the sun, it's probably because the scientific community maybe provided him some sort of evidence and it seemed to convince Einstein. Um, so I guess I would have to ask why that evidence would be wrong. Okay, well... Um... On that basis, you know, say I was Einstein, for example, but I'd never been exposed to heliocentrism before. What would be your greatest evidence that you could present to me to convince me that the Earth is a spinning ball going around the sun? Well, first of all, it's 
we're not really debating the heliocentric model. I mean, we guess we could, but most, well, well, we are because that's that's what the globe is. The globe is the heliocentric model, or the flat Earth is the base at the bottom of the known universe. It's one or the other. So if you're well, going to no, argue we're... on behalf of the globe, then you have to be arguing the heliocentric model because they go hand in hand. You can't argue. Yeah, but no, we're, argue, give them a we're arguing to respond the there. We're we're arguing on the um the the. The, uh, the curvature of the, the earth we're arguing that for example like the evidence that i provided you that two people on different positions on the earth can look at um south and see the exact same constellation seems to suggest that the earth is round same thing with aristophanes um experiments made two thousand two hundred years ago um all these different uh experiments that have been done um and it's like well okay this seems to suggest the earth is round um it seems to me that the only real real way that you can suggest that the Earth is flat is to say that that all that's. I, I just I want to know why that's wrong. Like, why is Aristophanes wrong? Why why is uh why why how is it possible that I can uh, see the same constellation uh, from the flat Earth model? I just I just don't get that yet. We haven't heard that. Yeah, yet. Yeah, well, I, I think just as I explained in my opening is that if you were trying to set out that the Earth is flat with a local sun then the Eratosthenes experiment actually proves that. If that's the, the evidence that you're looking for, because the shadow will be different because the sun is 500 or 800 stadia away or whatever it might have been at the time. So it's going to cast a different shadow at the same time in two different places as it goes around the equator. That's why we have sundials and, each, and we have time zones because the sun is what's going around above the stationary planet Earth, and that is basically the hour hand of a 24-hour clock going around above us every day so you know that that can easily be interpreted you know the Eratosthenes experiment interpreted in a completely different method or completely different um understanding to say it actually proves our argument not the preconceived bias of Eratosthenes who was looking at to prove it was a ball in which case it would still also work but yeah well, I could also prove I... that's 93 million miles away and I've yet to see a single globe ever ever give me evidence for why they can say the sun is 93 million miles away. Well, first of all, I could also say, like just to address the point you made earlier, that you seem to think that the evidence for your view seems to support the the sun spinning around the thing, what you said, 800 stadia away. That's the same distance of, um, from uh, um, Cyrene to Alexandria. So you think that that distance, the distance between Cyrene and Alexandria, that's how far away the sun is. We would be able to probably. No, like, no, I'm no, sure that, we could fly that, that, that high. We could, we could fly higher than that. So I'm pretty sure. That was that was the distance between the two places that was estimated by the angle of the shadows that the sun was casting. So nothing to do with the height. It's just oh, I thought you said the distance. Sorry, I, I thought you said the sun. And and that, and, that and, and since you did say that we can fly 500 miles high, that's absolutely. Bullshit. We can't. We can send rockets eighty miles, man. Eighty miles is probably about the top height anything can possibly fly before it starts losing any amount of drive and falls back. Well, do you wait? Do you believe in? I I guess I have to ask. Do you believe in gravity and stuff like that? Is that what you're saying is the problem? That like I'm confused because we are because obviously from my worldview we've sent rockets up into space, so it's like not like we would have checked if there was like a sun that was pretty damn close, but. But, uh, if it was obvious, you know, we wouldn't be discussing this. Yeah, you know, it would be no. I, obvious that's say, but uh, everything I've ever well, seen shows it shows the rocket going to a big Disney curve and falling back to Earth, and that's exactly well, what I would so, expect from the whole density and 
buoyancy equation is that the, when the air gets so rarefied, nothing can thrust through it, nothing can steer through it, and it just falls back to earth. Right, that's what happens when you trust me observation. Uh, that's what happens when you trust mere observation. If I was in a desert and I saw water, you know, in front of me and I just took it at face value, oh yeah, that water must be there. But upon closer inspection, I see that there's no water there. You would just assume, well, there's, there's, the water was there, but it disappeared. Like mere observation isn't going to get you that far. And second of all, you mentioned that the Aristophanes findings was just as comportable with the um, the flat earth view as with the round earth view. I could also say that um, I believe that shadows are created by these magical spirits. And that the reason that those shadows were of different lengths was because the spirits were casting them at different lengths because they decided to. And that that explains the findings of Aristophanes, right? Would it not? Uh, but obviously, I would need additional evidence as, as on top of that to say, oh, well, we can make sense of it too. It's all well good that an alternative argument can make sense of, but I want, like mm -hmm. I said in the beginning, I want more positive evidence to believe in the flat earth. Like, I, I'm, I, listen, I, I'm open, right? Preach to me. Like, convert me to, to this <laughs> idea. I want you to convince me to be a flat earther because it's going to have to mean giving up believing that these people are telling the truth that means i'm gonna to have to distrust these people which seem to work very hard um I, i'm gonna need something here you need to need to give me something other than this vague skepticism towards this uh these findings which you seem to be very selective on okay well um look as much as that seems like a i don't know some sort of beautiful motivational uh speech there i've got no uh, urge to want to convince you one way or the next. Yeah, you know, I really don't give a shit. Why are you in a debate? Believe. Why are you in a I, debate? Like this is this is a debate. You're supposed I, to I'm just to debating me, because I, I believe that uh, my understanding of the way things are is probably more correct than others. But it's not like I give a shit whether or not people believe it on an individual basis. I mean, you know, until you came along, you should, I didn't know okay, maybe you're not motivated. Uh, so, but you should so. be able to at least verbalize it, right? Like expl explain the reasoning. Like I, I'm I'm just curious about why you think this. So. Explain to me what positive reasons are there for being believing in a flat Earth. All right. Other no, than that's, maybe that's it looks, looks... Well, it's quite simple to me because reality exists on the physical plane. And as far as I'm concerned, it's the only physical plane in existence. Whether or not it's infinite, I don't know. Whether or not there's other dimensions and different sorts of planes, I don't know. But what we're seeing is the physical reality. And when we're looking up into the sky... We're looking at lights in the sky. We're not looking at physical reality. We're not looking at other planets and star. Uh, you know, the stars aren't suns. What we're seeing is what we're getting. That's you know, it is what it is. I, I just don't think that. there's anything physical that we can go beyond. You know, we can go down to a certain depth of water and go up to a certain height in the air. But beyond that, it's not within our physical capabilities of even contemplating being able to explore in the first place let alone you know keep daydreaming about it and sending rockets and that sort of bullshit because we can never go there we've never been there and i don't think we ever have i think nothing's ever gone above 70 miles maximum height because okay so all the people levels. who all the people who say they have gone up there are lying got it so i'd have to yep. believe that also you say that we've never been able to explore it so then how can you possibly have any confidence that the earth is flat if you can't even if you would be by your own admission can't even observe this you can't actually like go up into space, look down at the earth and check. If you believe that's impossible, then how could you possibly have any co extra confidence because, that the earth is flat? Because, dude, you don't have to go up there to see what's down here. You just go down here. You explore down here. You see what's around you. You explore as far as you can. There's like, there's a time-lapse video you can look up right now, 30 days time-lapse at sea. And it just shows 30 days of non-stop, absolute flatness. It's 
flat, man. That's it. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's like, that's like that saying to a fish, you don't have to. Out of mind is a form of insanity. That's all it is. That's like that's like if a fish was to say, you don't need to go out there and check to see if there's anything other than water. Everything's just this ocean, dude. There's nothing else there. We don't need to check. We could just tell that from where we're standing right here. Uh, no, and even even if that was true, I didn't say we that. did check. But I didn't say we, that, did I? I said by traveling, exploring, just... checking out what's down here. Yeah, know? but we checked what's up there. I don't. I don't. Also, so I, I guess what I would have to ask all those people who went into rockets, trained their, you know, for this grueling thing because it's not easy to do, right? It's a very expensive endeavor to send rockets up into space, right? Cost people a lot of money. Uh, what do they get out of lying? I don't. I don't. What, what's what's the what's what's the why, why should I believe that they're lying? A paycheck. I just said it was a very expensive endeavor. I mean, sure, the astronauts they sent up there, yeah, they get a good paycheck, but it's obviously costing people quite a bit of money. Well, imagine, imagine, you know, the level of um, pride that America would have to swallow if they found out 100% for sure that the moon landings were a hoax. That that amount of stuff could potentially cause riots, you know, for a certain amount of people in that sort Can of Can you mindset. imagine how much money a scientist would make if they were able to definitively prove that that was the case? Like, if they were to demonstrate to the scientific community that there is an empirical... Okay logically consistent verifiable demonstrable fact that the moon landing was in fact fake and then they did that they, they would be one of the most famous scientists of all time nobel peace prize yeah sure america would hate them but i mean since when is like america like i don't, I don't see why you even bring that up like i'm sorry but you've just equated having insider knowledge exposing the biggest fraud of humankind is somehow going to make you a huge amount of profit. I mean, what what if you what, demonstrate what you to the scientific in? community? You can demonstrate what, what, what to the what scientific community. Oh, the scientific community going to throw money at you? Oh, because you come up with something controversial that they disagree it would be with. A, if you could prove it, it'd be a Nobel <laughs> yeah, Peace Prize. They, they give you a million dollars for winning a Nobel oh, Peace God. Prize. That's a thing. Really? Is, oh, sorry. Is the Nobel Peace Prize also a, like there's no such thing as Nobel Peace Prize? It's also a hoax that they're in on it too or something. Why, why, why should I? Oh, I'm no, like the list God, of people they, I have to believe. No, 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 no. List of people they're all on that your I have side, to believe. Hang on, hang on, side. hang on. The list of people I have to believe are lying just to for me to get to believe you specifically, you and maybe a handful of other people. It seems a bit like I, I just don't know why you think that your findings are all that special. You don't. Really, you haven't Special. you haven't given me anything. I've asked times. I'm getting lagging. That's me observation. Lagging. I've already. Oh, hang on. A little tiny bit of lag out of you. Yeah, is my um. Hang on, is my internet lagging? Just a tiny little bit. We might have just missed that very last part. So let's just wait till we clean up a bit. And starting to look a little bit better. Oh. Do you want to try? Just finishing off. Your I think I think it's better now. Are we, are we good? I was just saying, like all this conspiracism that all these different people are lying was well, that'd certainly be quite a claim. I just want to know why. Why are they lying? How do you know they're lying? What can you give me to show me that they're lying? I just, I just don't see it. You you've, you've made vague generalizations. You've you know said that me asking for such a thing is a very inspiring speech. I'm just asking questions here. I'm just trying to find out why you think the way you do, and you've not been able to provide me with anything. I'm just asking why. Like just give me something. Give me something to work with here. You've given me nothing so far. Well, dude, I think basically um nobody's actually lying, are they? Because nobody's actually coming right out and saying 
that the Earth is a spinning ball hurting around the sun, like a millions of miles an hour, like in every second of every day. None, none of them are actually doing it. Most people are just getting on with their day without even addressing that thing that you're assuming that you believe in because you've been told it's true since you're a freaking five-year-old looking at a globe in a classroom. But nobody is actually going out of their way to keep drumming at home that they are lying about it all the time. We've seen a few well, select right, right. images you over the decades. saying they're lying. Why should I believe you when you're lying? Why, why should I believe you? I'll let you speak. Yeah, I won't be long. Yeah, sorry. I was just going to say, you say that they're lying. That's quite the accusation. I want to know what evidence that I you I didn't you say have, they're like... lying. You're saying that, that I'm saying they're lying. I'm not saying they're lying because they're not even talking about it. They haven't presented so nobody's it. Nobody's even saying the words. Random okay, examples over the decades that we barely even see and we just are taken to be assumed as the truth, whereas most of the time we're not. You know, most of the time they just say global warming, but we just dismiss it because we've seen the images of the globe so many times in the videos and the movies and all that sort of shit that we assume it's a globe. And also photos but there's nobody the actually saying that it is actually a globe. And photos of the Any International ever. Space Station, which you say are all lies for some reason. Like people have gone to the International Space Station, looked down and said, right. yeah, oh, look, it's a globe. And that's so a do, lie. Do you believe lie. that thing goes around us once every 90 minutes? Uh, yeah. You do? Yes. And how fast because do you I've, actually believe that the earth is rotating around the sun well it earth completes a rotation of the sun once every 365 days yeah so if it's 93 yeah. million miles away and you're traveling almost one degree per day you're going about one million six hundred thousand miles objects in space which incurred no resistance move very fast i don't yeah, see it, what it, the, that's, that's the fine is. that's fine look resistance objects in space move fast but, I, what, what's the but, problem so you admit then that the Earth is moving 1,600,000 miles a day to go almost a degree around the sun. Yeah, okay. Problem? Well, how fast is the ISS going? Around, well, it goes 90 minutes around the Earth. I, it's stuck so 17,500 miles per hour. Yeah, sure. Problem? And that's assuming I'm, I'm still, that the Earth is standing I'm waiting still. to hear a problem. I'm waiting to hear okay, a problem because so, our... Our, our scientific right. models of how well, gravity works. Here's your works. problem, man. Here's your problem that well, you're waiting uh, for. Uh, look, like, I'll, the, I'll the see Earth, the problem. The Earth moving 66,600 miles per hour with the ISS going around at 17,500 miles per hour means that the ISS isn't going fast enough to go around the Earth the whole time and this is going 17,500 miles per hour plus 66,600 miles per hour plus then the 514,000 miles per hour of the additional speed going the another direction following the sun through the universe. All right, so let, let's unpack that. I, I want to use an example real quick. So um, what, what, so do you believe that all the planets in our solar system, they orbit around the Earth? Uh, the planets orbit around the sun. So the planets orbit around the sun? Yep. Okay. So like Jupiter, for example, you, you're aware that Jupiter has moons? Yeah, yeah, it's got about, well, well, yeah, four main ones. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 right, right. Some people say 30 little ones. So Jupiter is orbiting the sun at a, at a very fast speed, right? And then you've also got its moons. Well, it takes it a whole well. year to go a little bit around it. You know, you yeah, fast yeah. is all relative. Yeah, sure. But, like, they're moving at pretty high speeds, same as the Earth, right? Obviously, maybe the... I can't remember the well, the sun takes all day to go around us once. 
So I'm, I'm still trying to make I'm still trying to make sense of your model now. So the the all the other planets are orbiting the sun. The sun's orbiting us. Am I, am I getting that right? So so you almost have a heliocentric model, except Earth's just a special exception for no reason. You you have to see them as flat plates. So you, you know each one is a flat plate above us, and some of them are rotating at slightly different speeds. You know the sun is going exactly twenty four hours. The stars are going 23 hours, 56 minutes. The wandering stars are doing their own individual orbital thing, which will make it look like they're doing a spiroscopic sort of model above us. So when viewed from the stationary fixed planar below looking up at it, the wandering stars seem to move in. Um, yeah, so I've got a view of planets, which you've observed around as fixed plates. So... I'm assuming that the the plates never turn on an axis at all because otherwise we'd be able to see them go thinner and that sort of thing. Well, technically the axis is the North Pole, but but they can still act within their own plane of dimension. It's uh, okay. So I guess it's advanced level stuff. We've gone through a lot of claims here. So uh, so I do agree that the planets orbit around the sun. We're we're in agreement on that. Um. But the, the Earth is the exception. All the planets are plates. What ah, observations ah. or... No, I'm about to ask you. Even if I was to grant you the validity of this theory somehow, what would be the observations other than just, like, because even, like... I, 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 I don't even know how to ask you this question because if I ask you what observations would we have because we've observed other things that contradict your theory, anytime we observe anything that contradicts your theory, you're just going to say it's a lie. I... I you realize we could do that with anything. How, how could I possibly falsify your view when you just don't, you just want to shut your eyes to the evidence? Like, I, I just don't know where to go from here. Like what, what criteria are you using to say that these observations are lies, but these ones are the truth other than you happen to agree already with those observations. Cause you've talked a lot about confirmation bias, but ignoring evidence when it contradicts your view is confirmation bias. And that appears to be what you're doing. So I want, yeah, I just, what's the criteria, I guess? Okay, what I'm sensing here is that you've got very little understanding of what the flat Earth model might possibly be. That's all I can That's detect what, from this because, because what, well, I'm as, soon asking, as, you understand, yeah. as soon as you understand that we're on the base and what when we're looking up, we're looking up at stuff and it's very freaking distant, you know, but it's not necessarily that distant. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't see how you're saying how our observations contradict that because that's exactly what our observations give. I'm not talking uh, about mere observation where you're just looking up at the sky. I'm talking about everything we've studied with telescopes, you know, the people who yeah. have gone to the moon, which you think is a hoax, um, the people who observe things in the International Space Station, which you conveniently also think is a hoax. Every observation, like if, we're, if I'm including all observations that we made, we observe stuff that contradicts your view. But if we conveniently take all the observations which contradict everything you believe, we we, we might just get your model. But I just there's a very important question we have to answer: Why should we throw out all those observations for no other reason? Because it would make you feel well. well the, the, the thing I is, though, that, that we don't. I I use those observations to come to the conclusions that I've come to. I can look. You at, use observations you, of like photos from the International Space Station. You use. Those. I can look out my personal window i can't go to the space station and look out through their window okay i'm going to live in my 
view of the world. And I can look out my window and I can look out and see the Southern Cross every night of the year in the exact same direction. And in the heliocentric model, the Earth is supposed to be on the other side of the sun six months later, looking 180 degrees, the opposite direction, and should see entirely different stars unless you're well, saying you wanna... every single star of the galaxy is heliocentric and, and obeying the same laws that just those handful of planets are supposed to be doing. The entire galaxy is not going around the sun, and yet from our perspective and our observations, it has to be for the heliocentric model to work. And you've got well, nothing. Well, you haven't answered my question about, if you want to talk about constellations, you still haven't answered my question once about how is it possible that two people looking south um, can uh, on different points on the Earth can see the exact same constellations as well. Like we we didn't get that. I yet, can so answer I guess that. I'm curious. Yeah. Okay, you've never given it, me the opportunity to answer that one, but that's I quite apologize. simple. Let's bring it to that. It's very that's easy right. because we have time zones. So when it's nighttime here, it's daytime there. And when it's, you know, we have the time zones. So because the whole sky clock is rotating around above us, then that is why we can see the same constellations at our individual nighttime, which could be hours and hours apart. Just as we see the sun at different hours apart, you know. You didn't really answer the question. So if it's nighttime, it is like because in two different nights, in two different time zones, it could still be nighttime, right? Two different time zones, it could still have nighttime. So when they both look south, they should both still be able to see the stars at night. They should be able to see different constellations. They see the same constellations. What's the go with that? Yeah, but they're looking at them in a different direction. If that's the basic map of the Earth. Divide that into quarters. You've, right. So, so I, I, I think I could see like a, a smushed version of a you basically of a got South well, America then, there, right? Divide them into thirds. There, uh, on that map there. If I, if I, on that map there, right? I see a, a smushed version. I'm not even of getting a, a good view of this screen. Of um, uh, 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 South America, right there. If you look at a, a fellow on the coast of Chile. My geography is horrible. I, I criticize Americans for this, but my geography is horrible. So you got Chile, and yeah, then you got man, that, right uh, yeah, right there. And then you got a guy all the way up in that little corner on the other side of the country. Um, looks like Brazil, the coast of Brazil. Maybe right, I'm, yeah. I'm terrible with. Yeah. So all right. So those two would be in different time zones. Would you? Would you agree? Yeah, about a couple of hours. Yeah, well, they'd still be in different time zones. And if you look at the angles, if they all were to look directly south, um, they would be looking in two different directions, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. They should be able to yeah. see two different stars. And that they don't. They see the same constellations. Well, we'll see, that's the uh, the advantage of height. When something is high, you can see it from further. And because the stars are actually high, they're not necessarily where you think that you're looking. Nothing is, is ever where you think things look. You, that you look at the system. Unfortunately, the way things are is every individual perspective is going to be slightly it's, different from another. This is, this is kind of what I mean. Like, this, like well, you mentioned before, I can just go outside and look. I can go out my window and look. Well, when people yeah. do exactly that with the constellations, they yeah. observe the same constellations. This the globe yeah. Earth model is the only way to make sense of that, and that's the that's what that that's the only way to make sense of their observations. But those well, observations don't Earth, count. The, the globe Earth is already pre-presumed. You know, it's a pre-presumed bias. 
if you keep doing that, then that's what you think you're going to see. Now, for for most of my life, when I went and watched the sunset, I presumed I was living on a spinning ball and I'm spinning, rotating towards the east in such a way that it makes the sun appear to set in the west. But over the recent decades, I've taken that many videos where you can absolutely see without a shadow of a doubt, because shadow is the doubt, is that the, the further the sun gets away from us, there's no shadow cast up from the horizon onto the sky behind me in the east where you should expect it because the earth is spinning faster than the speed of sound. When the sun sets, man, that shadow, like any other shadow of any physical object, should cast a physical hard shadow straight across the sky and go boom. Shadows hard. Speed of no, sound. And we never see yeah. it. We see a long lingering twilight because all that's happening is the sun is just receding further and further away above the flat earth. You just said physical hard shadows. I'm going to have to unpack that one. What, are shadows physical and hard under the flat earth well, bubble? Okay. If you step out like, into the you mean? hard sunlight and you have a shadow, that's what I call a physical um, sharp shadow. Hard. That That's a physical shadow. You will get that by any time you are directly blocking sunlight. You will get a visible non-physical Peter Pan. Yeah, non-physical. That's 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 what I was worried about. Like because the there's no reason to for the shadow to project onto the sky as you're saying. Was that, is that am I understanding that correctly? No. Well my argument is it should be projecting onto the sky if the sun is going beneath the horizon. But shadows aren't physical. The horizon. Hey. Shadows aren't physical? No, I mean, they need to they be projected be, onto something physical. They will they be, be projected cast onto by something physical. Onto, onto something, something visible. Physical. Physical. Visible. Like like the atmosphere. Well, the atmosphere is arguably physical. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah, the atmosphere is physical, but obviously it is um enough space between the particles that it lets light through. That would even have to be the case under your model because otherwise we wouldn't get sunlight. It would just not be able to pass through the atmosphere. Yeah, right? but, well, you, you've heard about the, um, you know, the uh, Venus belt, whatever they call that, the, the shadow of the Venus belt. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what, what, what's, what the relevance is here. And anyway, I, I what's that? What, what we've heard so far in this discussion is that you've made a lot of claims that it is possible to make sense of the data through a flat Earth model. And that is technically mm -hmm. true because when it comes to the flat earth model, the flat earth model is a theory and you can change components of the theory at any point that you like. And to make any of the data work, you can make it like, like I gave the example, I understand it was a bit hyperbolic, but I did give the example of shadow demons um, controlling the shadows. So there are different lengths, right? We can come up with all sorts of theories that can make sense of the equal sense of the data. But the problem seems to be with the theory that one, there is no, positive reason to prefer the flat earth model over the globe earth model and it also seems to be that the only way that the flat earth model can um, make sense of the exact same sense data that the globe earth model makes sense of is by incorporating extra elements not only do i have to believe that the flat earth like makes sense of all of the things in the way you say it is but i also have to believe that all the scientists that have taken photos from the international space station etc etc they're all lying that's and not I extra that's less that's less. No, that's you extra. That's extra. extra. No, no, it's less. You, 
You're cutting not demanding out that bullshit. there's necessarily a, a Every time you cut part. out bullshit, it's less. It's not extra. we got to give uh, Iron Horse a chance to respond there. So go ahead, Iron Horse. Okay, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, you just keep making extra claims to say that. Yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah. Well, if it's if it's less than by that logic, wouldn't I be able to say I make less assumptions just by assuming you're lying? How do I know you're not like a government agent trying to convince the world that the Earth is flat? Debunk that conspiracy real quick. Uh, yeah, oh, no, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm on to I'm still... I'm still held up on your your last argument. Yeah, maybe maybe that is it. The, the 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 flat Earth whole thing was just an astroturf little experiment, a social experiment to see what they can uh, pull over on people. Can uh you know social media and stuff like that be used to manipulate the masses? Maybe well, what what I could just see. I came up with a theory. You don't believe in it. That's why we need that's why we need a little thing called evidence, positive evidence, positive reasons to believe in your theory. All right, then. Um, so, 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 yeah. So, so we've already determined that there's no positive evidence for motion of the Earth, which is one of the most fundamental aspects of it spinning on its axis to be hurtling around the sun. There's absolutely no positive evidence for that, and yet you still believe it. You still believe we're still hurtling through a vacuum of space, and yet there's no evidence to show that a, a positive pressure gradient atmosphere could exist within a vacuum. There's no evidence for that. I mean, what are you talking about, man? So uh, hang on, I, I also got a question. So like Jessica Watson, who circumnavigated the globe. Oh, you've also got to, a question. Right? Hang on. Hang on. Well, are you well, talking to Jessica said... Watson or are you talking with me? Well, I'm I'm asking what you would have to say to Jessica Watson, I guess. Like or, or anybody who circumnavigated the globe. Like how is that? Like why does that happen? There's a lot of my understand. Mate, you can go around the block, and it doesn't mean at any stage you're walking upside down. You know, you can go around anything. And if we got the North Pole in the center. When we travel east or west, we are going around the North Pole. That's why our compasses always point towards it. It proves jack shit. And if you really look into it, you will find that those Antarctic boat races actually take phenomenal distances between some of the southern uh, legs of the journey, which don't add up to the globe whatsoever. But obviously, you have to look into this sort of stuff. You know, it's not something I'd yeah, bring in this cold into a debate. For some reason, a 16-year-old girl is also in on the conspiracy. Like, I just, I just want to know why, like, why I'm supposed to believe that there's a conspiracy to lie about these things. What's the how, how, do you, how do you think she's involved in it? I'm asking you. Well, like I said, she she's not. She's, she's, she's sailed not. a very, very great distance. You know, the earth is big. She did it. She hated it. She nearly killed herself doing it, and she made a huge embarrassment of herself to the whole world doing it but we sort of looked over that and said well congratulations she did it and it is what it is it's a it is what it is. really okay. really long way and she did it so good good honor so let me put it this way so i've got all the globe earthers right i've got them on one side and i've got all the flat earthers i've got them on one side do you believe it's possible that either group could be lying right I, I believe either group could be duped. I don't think they're lying deliberately. Well, okay, let's let's say that well somebody has to be duping one side or the other. You know, like I don't think, I, I think obviously I don't think I don't think you're lying. By the way, I don't I don't think you are a government agent. I was using that as an example, right? Um, but like I do believe no, that somebody told you to believe in the flat Earth and you believe it. Um, I don't think you're lying, but one group of people could be lying about the flat Earth. One people could be lying about the globe Earth. 
you realize it would take me more re- more people, more people would have to be lying about the globe Earth in order for this to work. But I could just as easily make that assumption about the flat earthers or the people who were talking to the flat earthers. And for that reason, you saying that, oh, it's a confirmation bias, it's conspiracy, that argument can be made on both sides. So that is why I'm asking for this whole debate. Positive evidence, positive reasons, actual affirmations, proof, anything of the of the flat earth model. We have evidence that the global earth model is real, right? We have the whole constellation thing I mentioned. We have Aristophanes' findings. We have the fact that people circumnavigate the globe. We have the fact that people, at the very least, claim to have gone up to the International Space Station, taken photos. We've had people send drones to planets you say is a disk. Like, we've, had, we've done all these things. But to you, they're lying. Why can't I just turn around and say, all the people who are saying all this flat earth stuff are lying? What positive evidence? Anything? I, I, I'm desperate at this point. Give me something. <laughs> well, yeah, I think you are desperate because you, you're trying to put words into my mouth. I've never said they're lying. I just don't think any of them have ever come back and said, oh, yeah, the Earth looks like a spinning ball, moving millions of times faster than the speed of sound through the vacuum of space. None of them have ever said it. You're just none, making it none. up. So you're putting words into my mouth I've never said. All I'm saying is nearly every observation we've ever made shows that the Earth is not moving. Every single aeroplane that flies up in the air, flies on the flat level, can go thousands of miles per hour in many cases. It never adjusts for any amount of curvature. So from for you to say that I'm lying about the things that we've actually observed means you're actually lying because I've never said such a thing and I wouldn't believe such a thing because everything proves the Earth is flat. So, everything. by the way, you, you it wasn't so much that I was saying that you're lying. I was saying that you were saying that the people who've gone to the International Space Station are lying. Is, is that well, true? Well, they are. Yeah, but some of them tell the truth. You've got that one awesome dude. He went up there, up there in the studio. He, he slid a, a playing card into his pocket. And when he got out there, he's holding up a hammer, you know, the, the, the ultimate reality hammer. And he's got his playing card. And he goes, and sometimes you just might find a pocket of gravity. So he lets the hammer go and the hammer just floats and he lets the card go and the card just drops because that was the only real thing in the image, the card. He brought that up there to demonstrate to us how much they align. And you don't see that guy on all the ISS <laughs> movies okay, so much his anymore. Na- what's his because, name? You know, they, they, they dropped that guy. I'd be lucky if he's still alive. <laughs> well, did you know his name? No. No, no. Well, there's oh, so much so evidence out there. I can't remember every okay. tiny little tidbit of everything I see, but I do remember quite, quite clearly that. And I could probably find you a meme that I have somewhere stored on my phone, which shows him holding the card and the hammer. And we've all seen the live footage of it, the video of it as well. So, no, I don't personally know his name. Sorry. Okay. Well, but I guess for now then, until I see that, I can't really base a flat earth belief on you saying that you've seen a guy with a hammer. But you, you can accept that I'm credible enough that I'm telling the truth about what I'm talking about, right? I, I believe you believe you're telling. I, I, I think that you're telling the truth that you've seen the video. I'm, I'm more worried about the credibility of the guy you're quoting more than you. I'm not. I'm not trying to throw any distrust towards your way. But um, you know, like I guess, like because it's going to require me believing that guy is more trustworthy than, like, for example, Andrew. Fustel, I'm just Googling his name here, uh, Ricky Arnold, uh, you know, all these different um, astronauts that have gone up there to the International Space Station said, yep, 
Oh, look at that. Uh, that's round. I see it rotating. Doing this sort of around stuff it. in front of the camera and thinking they're placing things on a shelf. <laughs> you know, like, come on. It's, it's, yeah, it's pathetically sad. And honestly, is, is my hand if you really believe that they're on like an international this. space station, why the heck don't they have like the greatest cameras high dev 24 7 filming down on Earth, filming up to the moon, filming the whole works? You get nothing. If you try and actually search this stuff and people try and say, oh, we've got live feed all the time, you go and watch the live feed, it barely lasts for about 18 minutes before it hits repeat and replay, and it's just constant crap. There's nothing out there, man. There's nothing out there. And we should be at the, so, the peak of this stuff right now. We should be seeing this stuff all the time. We'd be showing on the news. We'd be raving about, look how good this footage is of the Earth live 24-7 from space. There's none of well, it. Kind of the it's kind of the same thing over and over again because if you're orbiting it, it's and yes, you can find it. There's there's people who've gone up there taking photos, taking videos. Um, I'm looking at them right now. Go on Google Images. Them, a photo of the Earth. Guy, guy in the International yeah. Space Station. Right How there. long does it go for? 18 minutes, I guarantee. No, it's a photo. It doesn't go for any length. But okay, it doesn't matter it's because not like live, that's man. the thing. It's not live. If, if, you're looking if at you, bullshit. It, well, that's the thing. Any photos we have, they they they're fake. Any videos we have. They're fake. I don't like if you want to say that like the um the the footage is like on a you say it's on repeat on a loop. Yeah, that's what you what just. What are they filming? Up. What What are they filming? What are they filming? They're filming when they're for looking? like a U two spy plane or something. They're up at ninety thousand feet. The absolute maximum a plane can reach and cruise at. Okay, they're still filming the Earth. All right. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, what are they going to film? Well, well like that, that's the thing. Like every, every like I. So far, all you've said is that the, all the observations which disprove you, they're wrong for reasons. You haven't even really provided me too many observations that prove your argument, only that they can maybe work within your argument um, well, okay. if, if you squint at it. And you, you can see how the argument for the flat Earth positions is completely weak. If, if you're going to keep strawmanning my argument, which you, you're doing, you keep strawmanning my argument, what exactly is... Your argument. You know, I can tell you what uh, your uh, argument is, and that is that the Earth is spinning 1.35 times the speed of sound, hurtling around the sun at 65 times the... Hang on. 87.6 times the speed of sound as the sun itself is hurtling through the galaxy at roughly uh, 670 times the speed of sound. That's me, strawmanning your argument that you believe that we are doing at all times while we just sit here and look as though the Earth is appearing perfectly stationary and still. So you just say, I'll just go with the, the status quo level that says the Earth is stationary and still because it appears to be so that you're way. Saying and yet your argument level, says that's we are going that's, super That's your presupposition. It, it doesn't matter how far. It's not a presupposition. It's a presupposition. Well, status quo. What's the status no. quo then? What, what's the status quo you're appealing to? That's not that's not an argument. All right, you got to let them respond. The status there. quo yeah. is we're standing still. The status quo is that we're standing still, man. So, sorry, my, um, well, even, if, even though it's not, we've disproven it and we've provided evidence that it's wrong. So, the status quo is now that we've provided evidence that it's wrong. The status quo now is that we're on a globe. You've got to provide, like, I, I've repeated myself quite a lot. You've got to provide <laughs> the evidence. And the evidence so far is you laughing. Like what? 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 What do we got here? I'm coming up empty. I, 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 was, I was excited quo, today. 
I was excited to become a flat earther. I was like, oh man, I can't wait for the earth to be flat. I, I can't wait to hear all the awesome evidence. And I, I'm disappointed. I've got nothing here. I've got nothing. I hate to feel your, I hate to feel your disappointment, mate, but how is the status quo that we are on a ball spinning faster than the speed of sound? Well, how is that with status quo? Scientific, or are you familiar with what the scientific community is? I don't give a fuck what crazy people believe. I just want well, to neither know do I. That's why I don't believe you, mate. I don't. What you observe, what you are feeling right here, right now. Are you feeling like you are spinning faster than the speed of sound on a spinning space ball hurtling through a vacuum of space? Honestly, yes I'm no? I'm so I'm so dumbstruck by these arguments that yes, I do feel like that. I feel my head is spinning right now, my friend. My head is absolutely right. spinning with these arguments. Oh, yeah. Well, no I've, wonder. Well, I, I don't no wonder use, you have such beliefs. I don't use my feelings to try to describe the cosmos. I don't learn what is true about the universe because of what I feel. That's that's not how that works. You go out there and you discover so how do you learn it about and then you it? make rational. So, so, so what's, what's your go-to method for how you learn about the universe apart from how you feel? What else is there? using Using rational arguments and supported by empirical evidence. Using empirical logic? evidence. Okay, so empirical, empirical evidence. evidence of the earth moving. Let's go. Empirical evidence of the earth moving. Yeah, yeah. Well, I obviously haven't gone out there with a stick, but the evidence <laughs> that we do have... Well, you haven't either. You said that it was fundamentally impossible, so you I'm don't have any... I'm a stick all the time. I'm a fucking wizard, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> but, like, like, obviously, it is true. Not a single one of us has gone into outer space and, like, like seen it's like that so that's the, the observations we're talking about the observations we are talking about like for example the ones i brought up being able to see the same constellations at two points of the earth aristophanes example the international the photos and videos from the international space station etc etc i could go on those are the observations we're making right those are the things we're doing and each and every single one of them you just don't like you just don't like no, those I've arguments. already explained to you. I've already explained to you how the Eratosthenes experiment could just as easily prove that, you know, just With if extra I lined up a bunch of beer bottles across my table and shined a light onto them, I could show different angles of shadow and I could do the mathematics to show exactly how spherical my table is. It doesn't prove it is spherical. It just proves that I'm using confirmation bias to prove what I want to believe as opposed to the reality that my table is actually flat. Okay, so then by your own admission... If, if, if you're saying that the evidence that Aristophanes had could just as easily work for a flat Earth model, doesn't that mean it goes back the other way around, that the flat Earth model can't explain anything better than the globe Earth model? No. It means that we got the North Pole well, in the centre. Provide me the reason. Provide me We've the reason. We've got the North the Pole flat Earth in model. the centre. We've got the equator. And the sun moves around above the equator like the hour hand of a 24-hour clock. I'm 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 afraid to ask. Just let it sink in. It might take a minute, but that's how it works. That's our well, model. That's yeah, our model. That's I'm going to have to let this sink said. in. All right. Oh, the Earth man. is flat. I'm... The equator is a twenty-five thousand mile circumference around the North Pole, and the sun goes around above that. And as it gets higher, it appears to make a slightly smaller circle. And then when it gets lower, it appears to make a slightly bigger circle. But in the middle of the equinoxes, and it goes exactly around the equator, and that's our model. Uh, so, in other words, like you've still provided nothing. Like I, I'm asking you, what about the flat Earth model provides more positive evidence, 
all you've said so far is that Aristophanes' um, uh, uh, experiments yeah. could just as easily work under the flat Earth model, which means that the reverse must necessarily be true, that they could work for the globe Earth model, even if you're right, which you're, you're not okay. right, you're wrong about that. Because if you have a flat <laughs> surface, right? You can laugh all, all you right. like, but like at the end of the day, I'm still waiting to like we, we've been debating for. I am laughing like, because it hours. has actually been proven. By we've actually evidence. done it. We've, we've we've been going we've, for two hours, my friend. We've been going right. for two hours. I've so not heard a single positive. Demonstrated. We've demonstrated. If you look at the Yazimakal equidistant map and you look at the time zones and then you work it all out, they've got a line down through the Dateline Terminator where they've actually jumped in about three and a half extra hours because in the northern hemisphere the sun does appear to go through a smaller circle because that's how you're seeing it as you're looking up through the firmament and seeing the sun coming towards you this is how we see everything we're not actually seeing the actual sun we're just seeing how it presents itself to us through a firmament and as it does that this is it, literally the same it, shadow this is the shadow demon argument this is literally the same argument that you have some yeah, sort of well, entity or thing which projects but, but, what but we're this, observing. This one is actually, we can evidence, we can take pictures, we can take time-lapse photography of the sun doing a 24-hour loop around the Arctic Circle. We've never seen and how it do I... around the Antarctic, but we're sticking with the Anta uh, the Arctic for the moment because that is where we're looking at it happening. Yeah, because the Earth is on a slight natural. tilt, that's why. Well, that it's on a slight tilt. It's on a slight tilt. The Earth is tilted like that. It's not. It's not no, purely no, vertical. It's no, tilted no, no, so no, that no, no, have that. no, no, no. What happens is you got a flat firmament above it, and it's or not tilted, that high. It's sphere. only seventy miles, yeah. and so the distance of the sun passing through the firmament gives you the appearance of being at an angle, so it looks further away. It's, it's okay. What if there? Okay, even okay. I'm going to try and be nice here because I am getting a bit frustrated. I will admit. Let's let's try and. I'm going to throw you a bone on this one. Let's say that what you just said is somehow evidence for a flat Earth. How could I not just say, well, there's an extra firmament above that? See, the Earth has two firmaments, and it makes it look like these observations uh, you're seeing are um, are giving you this answer. But really, Earth is a globe with two firmaments that's going around the sun. What 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 about that theory actually helps you? Like like I don't. <laughs> it, you well, keep adding firmaments. We'll, we'll, we'll just neither, keep adding no, helps, but but you know, I, the, I just look how at many pure basic physics. Yeah, when I look at pure basic physics of say a, a lake that gets a frozen surface on it, I look at it and it's only got one layer of ice above it. So it, it, yeah, it might be nice to hypothesize that there's two layers of ice above it. I don't mean see why or how that could happen but if you want to believe in that well you know if it matches what you experience go ahead and believe it but it doesn't match my, my experience what i see is that all the celestial lights that we see appear into our sheet of ice the one and only and that's why they're all in focus when we look at them from down below at the same height about 70 miles that's why they all appear to be at the same level to me that's just how I see it. So, the firmament's a sheet of ice now. I'm, I'm. You've lost me here, man. Like, why a sheet of ice? Why not? What? what yeah, you know, like. Why not? Every. Oh, well, I, I reckon every, it's a sheet of fire, dude. I reckon it's all fire uh, and like okay, maybe so even like lasers. Of course, you, you've made of Jewish space so lasers. much into uh, what the firmament is, but 
because some of us well have. i mean fire rises I, I, cold stuff sinks so they go fire it's it's all fire it's all made of fire yeah, but fire only goes this things. side doesn't it and then it's cold up here you know well, well okay but when it when there's an orange sunset that kind of vaguely looks like fire so there you go it's up there i've, I've seen fire go up there that's fire it's made of fire Your logic outstands orange sunsets all I'm saying is, it gets I, colder I, I and feel colder the same way about you, fire. my friend. I, it gets colder and colder as we go up. I feel fire. the same way. And every biblical description of the firmament describes it either as beaten. So you are going to bring out. Metal. You are going to bring out the Bible. Well, let me let me go ahead. I'm just and stop hey, hang on. There, let me do friend. it then. Let me do it. So it's okay, described it it. as uh, beaten flat like metal or uh, bronze. Uh, it's as molten glass. And it's spread out like a tarpaulin. Those are the three descriptions that you can find most common about the firmament. And each and every single one of those could easily be interpreted as like ice for somebody who has never experienced ice before. So that's just where I go. So Here's the biblical if, experience from. All right. Well, if you're going for the Bible, can you provide the, the Bible verses, please? Because I've I'm you. I got me at a loss because when I'm thinking firmament, I'm thinking about all the scholars who translate like what are you're calling firmament is it's called the waters, but they could also mean expanse, right? Because obviously, you know, like when you call like the like a sea like an open expanse, for example, doesn't necessarily translate to waters because terms aren't univocal like that. Terms don't only mean one thing. Well, first, as I first, said, yeah, second, I'm, I'm all, using the Bible as well, my second authority. Of all, I, I I'm could, just saying that they are that well, all right. basic well, let, understandings. From. Well, let me let me go ahead and uh, quote the Bible okay. then. In uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse 9, it says, and they gathered all water under the heavens all into one place. So when you're gathering all the waters into one place, what does that do? When you're gathering something into one place, what, is that, does that maybe look like a ball? That maybe look like a, like a pool. A because pool. I would use pool. Pool. Why a pool? Because if you're gathering something all into one place... If you just well, because if I had a pool of water, like... the water would be gathered into the pool, but I wouldn't imagine it to be a sphere. Like, that's just insanity. It would yeah, but it, it's specifically like so that dry land can appear. So, like, how do you, like, it's, it, it, you can't, you know, the edges of the pool would be the dry land. Not. But even well, on your own model, it's supposed to be an Arctic ice sheet, it's supposed to just be more ice. You, you, you're, the, you're throwing ice in there. Like, how would that, how would that uh, be I've never, I've never said a model surrounded by ice. I'm looking I'm looking at your model right now behind you. There's That looks like a white little rim around the whole world. That's that just as the Antarctic that... ice lands and ice walls, but yeah. Okay, uh, so that looks like ice to me. Far more that looks like ice that. to me. I don't think that we're sitting in a void of space like a, well, a floating... Well, well, if, then you're earth. disagreeing with the Bible because the book of Job says the world hangs on nothing. So there you go. You're already wrong. Well, okay. Well, I disagree with Job. Fine. That's fine. All right. Well, there you go. Then no don't quote with the that. Bible. It's I, all well and good. Hey, 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 hey. I'm not going to force hey. you to be a Christian. But don't try to quote the Bible. What, what was everything else I said from the book of Job? Was it? What? Was no. everything else that I said about the term rakia from the original Hebrew word for firmament, was that from the book of Job? Why, no, why are you discrediting was, everything I said? Based I was, on I was one looking at through the I was looking quote. through That's the Book of Job crazy, the other man. night because there's people who try to go to the Book of Job, you know, try to um, talk about you know like the foundation. Yeah, of yeah, the yeah earth mate, 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 mate. You're here, here with me here and now, and I'm not talking about the Book of Job. Okay, so try and keep on track. 
you just said you quoted from the book of Job. I am keeping on track. You no, said, I didn't. Not what I no, just I quote. didn't. Okay. I said you just said. All right, we'll give you a chance to clarify there, uh, Iron Horse, where you were coming from there. Never said where, for a second where, that he was quoting from that I was quoting from a book of Job. I don't quote from the Bible. Where, 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 where are you quoting whatsoever? From? I use where the where term rakia in the most understood um, interpretations of the word for which I use it, which is you know beaten flat like metal, stretched out like a tarpaulin, and as molten glass. And each and every one of those, to me, uh, represents what I would expect of a great sheet of ice for somebody who'd never seen ice before on a frozen lake. That's all I've ever said. I've never even the word, used the, the word that's used in Genesis, the... which actually does describe the cosmology, is the word tehom, not rakia, whatever you quoted. It's the word tehom. That means the deep. It could mean expanse. And also, that's another thing. No, too. Well, that's words another word altogether. What, what words? Yeah, exactly. It's another word Why altogether. Why am I talking so I about the know. deep when I'm talking about the sky, dude? What are you talking about? Because it's because there's spaces. You ever heard of the term deep space? It's an expanse, my friend. Well, yeah, I have heard that that term. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, there you go. So that's why we're talking about it. Oh, but you never heard of the term inner space? I mean, like inside as an inside an object. Yeah. Well, I, I would assume that all of the existence of space that you imagine only exists within the six inches between your freaking ears, and that's probably where one, all of space exists with most people who believe in it. Well, I also consider uh, space to be anything like that is extended, for example, like objects have to have their space in terms of being extended. And in terms of your brain, I don't think it has any extension. So there you go. Well, so it's all imaginary. Whatever you want to believe is true. I don't even know. I don't even know what we're talking about. Yeah, we might have to try and get this back on track. Well, maybe, Are there any uh, uh, questions in yeah, the open chat? That's what yeah. I'm thinking. It might be a good idea to get into our Q&A. So uh, if you haven't already and you're in the live chat, hit the like button. Uh, I see there's 360 of you watching right now. I'd like to see 360 likes. I don't think that's uh, ridiculous of me to ask. Uh, so let's get into the super chats. Keep your chats coming in, and we're going to try to stir the pot on our discussion here. Uh, big thank you to Iron Horse and Aiden for this civil exchange. Uh, we appreciate you guys coming out to the channel. Uh, so Orange Rob for $10 says, Dear Flat Earthers, please provide an example of a pressure differential in an enclosed container. I believe I already explained that too. You can just have a gas bottle. And when you've got LPG compressed into it, you'll have a liquid layer. And the fuller it is, the higher liquid layer. The more it comes out, um, I, I would think that's a pretty basic example of a gas pressure within a closing container not that we say that's what air pressure is on the earth but that's one all right so let's continue on there let me just turn off this uh notification off my phone because that's really distracting all right so orange rob says <laughs> five dollars why does flat earth deserve priority over other alternate explanations to mainstream understanding of how the universe functions definitely doesn't um, deserve any extra okay. we should just uh, follow the same rules and laws as everybody else yeah any thoughts over there aiden I think the, the the spirit of the question is like what evidence provides greater preference to that? Because that's kind of the same question I was asking. What evidence means that we should prefer the flat earth 
model over say i don't know cube earth model or i don't know there's those flat earth or there's models where it's like earth is shaped as like a donut nuggy or something or like uh like a, a donut earth model like what why why not prefer those ones yeah, I think we should just base most of our observations on reality, what we see and experience, and um, all those hypothetical, crazy ideas. Um, they're great and all, but yeah, why? All right. Next one coming in from Orange Rob again. Uh, thank you so much, Orange Rob, for your super chats there. And hey, if you're in the live chat and you got questions for our speakers, get your super chats in uh, as they will have priority as we read them. Orange Rob asks again, a gas bottle uses a siphon tube, not a gradient. <laughs> no, that's not true, actually. The siphon tube uses um, water pressure to siphon water. So gas isn't necessarily siphoning. It's just a valve. It's, I wouldn't call that a siphon tube. I think he's stretching a bit there. Any thoughts over there? Nope. All right, let's carry on. Uh, let's, no, I'm good. <laughs> That's all good there. Uh, so let's carry on. Uh, let me just scroll back on up through the super chats. Uh, Big reminder to everybody once again to hit the like button. Uh, and if you didn't see all the debates that we posted from the debate con, uh, definitely check those out uh, shortly. We had a lot of fun last weekend. Uh, let's see here. Manga Van Dan says, if God created Earth, it'd have to be flat. Like a cook, you don't see globe-shaped pancakes. I think they're being a bit of a troll, but uh, if you guys want to have fun with it, you can. No, yours, God's man. Jewish, so he would have made the earth like a matzo ball. Matzo ball. That's, 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 he's a Jewish cook, all right? <laughs> well, let's get... Yes, let's the, get hey, I, always see the, um, I always see the bottom of the flat uh, fry pan draw everything towards the center and make it a ball, for sure. Yeah. All right, Makes sense. let's carry on. Yeah, because, because God's a frying pan. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, in outer space. Excellent. All right, let's carry on. LJ, hey, you made it for the Flat Earth debate. LJ is uh, our honorary uh, Flat Earth uh, live chatter, if you will. Always put in super chats about Flat Earth debates. So when he makes it to a Flat Earth debate, I'm always excited because I'm like, you made it to the right spot this time. So LJ asks, the globe religion requires early childhood brainwashing, wick globes, toys, and stories. At what size do all observable flat bodies of water start to curve? What's he asking? Sorry. So he's asking. Uh, what? So he started off by saying that the globe uh, religion requires early childhood brainwashing with globe toys and stories. At what size do all observable flat bodies of water start to curve? So he's kind of baked the question a bit, but you can work with it as you. Yeah, guess. that's what I mean. Like, if it's a flat body of water, you, you've defined it as not being not being curved. So, like, there you go. Any thoughts over there? Is he, is he trying to ask, like, when we look at, like, at the yeah. ocean, do, why, do we see, like, boats go over the horizon? Because I've even seen that. Like, I've seen boats go over the ocean, and, like, you can see less of them as they go down, down over the horizon because, you know, the curve. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure he just means eight inches per mile squared. 
All right. Well, we can carry on from there. Uh, we'll try to keep stirring the pot on our conversation, guys. So keep the super chats coming in. Free Free Palestine says the mythical blue marble is in vacuum as Ace. per the CGI globe lovers. Just pseudoscience globe diarrhea. Uh, NASA uh, is lying. Be smarter. Test the globe. So it's more like a declaration, but we read it out. Um, let's see. So the big thing I think they're claiming, and it's one thing we didn't really get to talk about too much. I mean, we did a tiny bit when you brought up uh, the live stream. There is this uh, this thing about the CGI. Uh, we didn't get to talk about that too much. So did you want to maybe take a moment for that Iron Horse or Aiden and uh, kind of entertain the idea for our super chatter there? Uh, I missed it. Yeah. So let's so let's say that like. Oh, I think they were saying like NASA's lying, which I guess I would have to ask how and why. Let's even grant the idea for the sake of a discussion, Iron Horse. Let's say NASA is lying. I would like to know what their motivation would be because this seems like a massive hassle for not a whole lot of benefit, to be honest. Uh, well, you know, like it, if I was going to get $80 million a day, I, I would sort of think of um, a pretty good reason that to be motivated to think up something that would, you know, look feasible. Yeah, just off the but top who's of paying that money and why? Who's uh, paying that uh, money and why? The, the US taxpayers are paying it because that's what they are getting fleeced to be doing ever since. Yeah, well, we, we could go way back in the history. So really the government's paying people, the government's paying people to NASA to lie. Why? What reason? Well... Have you ever heard about the whole idea of distracting people so they don't really see what's going on in the world? Yeah, like, for example, we could be talking about uh, you know, the existential crisis of climate change, but we're debating whether or not, you know, there's even a, a, a globe Earth or a flat Earth. Well, I, well I think, there you go. That's you know, beautiful example. Beautiful example. So, so you've just called it an existential crisis. And whereas as far as I'm concerned, there is no freaking crisis. The earth is so freaking big that there's not a damn thing that humanity could possibly ever do, no matter how fucked up we got, that could possibly affect the climate because it's never happened and never is going to happen. But it's really easy to convince people who are easily to be convinced in certain, you know, mind control things that, that it is actually a thing. And uh, if, if we believe that oh, there's climate crisis, uh, you have to change your behavior. So you've just been mind controlled, which controls who you are, what you are. The whole climate crisis thing has never been convenient for governments. Like, why would they make it up? It, you know, there's protesters on the street protesting the government for not taking action. They're the ones pressuring the government. The government thinks they're a pain in the ass. If this is a lie from the government, then they're certainly regretting it because that's also not benefiting them. So, so, so you're believing your those protesters on the streets with their placards, they're, they're the correct ones and the government's wrong. They don't even have to be. If the government is lying, it's backfired is what I'm saying. They have no way of benefiting from lying about any of this the the, the government uh, like likes getting you know lobbied by bloody big capitalist corporations and those big capitalist corporations obviously don't want to acknowledge the reality of the climate crisis so you know if the government does do anything about climate change it hurts their relationship with the people who are in the pocket and all okay, that okay, okay. so step, step, step back step step back step back what climate crisis what climate crisis the climate crisis we're experiencing right now. Global the climate crisis we're experiencing right now. Yes. Like, you what know, climate CO2. crisis we're experiencing right now? There is no climate crisis we're experiencing right now. You're in fucking sane, dude. 
You're insane about every single little thing. You've been fooled by every little thing, and you believe in the latest propaganda that's been spread out to I've you been because when I see you I've been just follow what you're told. I'd love to see evidence. I'd, I'd love to see evidence I've been fooled. It's all well because you, you can do that with anything. That's what I was saying. Oh, you just believe okay. that because you've been told that. Put a yeah, put a okay. bunch of put a bunch of ice cubes in a glass of water and watch them defrost. Does the glass of water overflow? No, it doesn't. There's no climate crisis, dude. You've been messed up. Do you up. realize that, what, like, first of all, the climate crisis is going to primarily affect things like, for example, crop production. You know, when the climate oh. changes, you know, plants obviously. What's this? What, what, what are we doing with this? Plants. What, what are you talking plants, about, yes. man? If the temperatures oh, rise, that's going to affect our ability to grow the plants food, will grow especially faster. in arid areas. All right. This might be a good time to jump yeah, in here probably... with the next super chat there, guys. But uh, glad that we managed to flesh out a few other thoughts there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, from LJ coming in again. Can anybody provide one observable proof for a globe? Yeah, sure. So if you're on, like, if you are on the southern hemisphere, look south, you're going to see the Southern Cross, for example. And if you're on a different geographical point on the Earth, you're also going to see the Southern Cross, right? Uh, now, under a flat Earth model, you should be looking at two different constellations. You're not because you're looking in the same direction because you're living on a globe. Uh, that's observable. You could go out, see the night sky, or if you want, um, uh, go to a place um, in, in your... Uh, if any of you happen to be living in Cyrene and then able to walk to Alexandria, you can get some... All you need is a stick and some mats, and you'll be able to have some observable proof. Or just look at the photos from the International Space Station. So in other you're words... Just going to ad hoc... Just in other words, nothing about lying. looking at the Earth whatsoever. Yeah, you know, you've just looked at the sky, you've looked at shadows of sticks, but looking at the Earth itself and looking at bodies of water, how flat and level they are, as far as the eye can see. But they're not. I've seen boats go over the horizon. The you, you, That's you another observable thing. That, um, I've seen boats go over the horizon. These are the Vericity of an Earth 70% covered in water. All right, let's try to move on from there, guys. Uh, so I think we flushed that one out. LJ strikes again. Uh, Lake Pont Car, car Train. Pont Train. <laughs> Thank you for that, Iron. Uh, Causeway <laughs> proves it's not a globe. So, Iron, can you explain where he's coming from there? Because I'm not sure what that uh, what that exactly means. Did he say it proves it's not a globe? Yeah, that's what he's saying here. So can you maybe explain for the live audience what he's putting forward there? Because I'm not sure. Uh, I, I sorry, I didn't quite hear the actual uh, message. So this one was from LJ. Let me just scroll back up here. Uh, yeah, sorry, it's all good. Lake Pond Car Train Causeway proves it's awesome. not a globe. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it does. For for most people that have an understanding of how perspective actually works, you can just see it. it it's like about twenty four miles long, I believe. This Lake Pontchartrain. And the only reason that the globe was used that as evidence is because they used the very end of where they can zoom in to the far distant um, poles and things disappearing over the converging bridge, ramping upwards as, at the same time. They say, oh, well, the, the one's ramping down, getting into the distance proves curvature. charts. It's almost as ridiculous as proving that, uh, saying that if I drew a letter, letter O into the chat, 
that I could say that's curvature when it's actually a whole bunch of very small square pixels. Okay. And late Pontchartrain is basically the, the very proof of very flat and how convergence works. Any thoughts over there, Aiden, or would you like to move on from there? I'm going to be honest. I'm not even sure what was even said. So what was it? Lane, car, track? Lake, Causeway. Yeah. Lane, Contra Train? Lake, Poncha Train. Lake, Poncha Lake, Train. One word. Is that a Latin Poncha term? Poncha Train. Another word. Poncha Train. It's a place in uh, Louisiana, I think, down in New Orleans. Oh, okay. 24 miles an hour uh, across flat and level water um, causeway. People can drive across it. It's got a couple of little dips for boats and stuff to get under. I'm not American. I don't know where this place is. I, I can't comment on it. <laughs> I was just saying, but, but it's on Earth. Well. Mate, we're all Earthlings. Hey, 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 yeah. It's time we moved into the future here. Oh, fuck. Uh, I'm not from France. So I can't. Uh, Let me Google it. Please. It's all good. We can uh, we can ask another one here. So this one coming in from I Killed Earl says, I want Iron Horse to explain why I've never seen the Southern Cross and why Orion is upside down for him, but right side up for me in the U.S. Uh, probably because you're on the other side of the equator and I'm on this side of the equator. So when we look up at stuff, we're looking at them from the other side. And... Uh... The Southern Cross is only visible outside of the equator. That's sort of one of the ruling factors of how we decided where the equator was in the first place. I know it's weird, but hey, that's just the way it is. All right. Well, thank you for that. Uh, did you find what you were looking for there, Aiden, and want to make any extra commentary on that, or did you want to move on from the uh, Lake Punt chart train? Yeah. yeah, this just looks like a bridge. Uh, I'm just... The bridge. I don't know what, what, what this proves. People build bridges. Okay. 24 bridge. miles long. Yeah. Big bridge. Okay. Mm. The bridge. You know, there's one 100 miles long in China. It could be 1,000 miles long for all I care. It doesn't prove anything about whether it's curved or like you haven't. Well, it does. Any... It does because your globe has to mathematically conform to certain principles that it doesn't, that we see in observation. It, if it doesn't okay, so conform me, to it, then that makes it flat. So, so hang on. You didn't explain how it doesn't conform to it, though. So, for example, if I'm looking, if I'm standing at one end of the, you said 100 miles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Am I am I able to see the, like, if, if, does it go over the horizon? The distance? I can't remember what. What, the, what, what do you mean? The, the picture? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Oh, it doesn't matter. I was, just, I don't know. All right. I'm, I'm still struggling to, like, they just build a bridge. If, if you're seeing 100 miles like, oh, into the distance, mate, if you're seeing 100 yeah. miles in the distance, there must be a, more than a mile of coverage drop to conform to the global Earth that most people believe in. That's all. Right. That's all. We'll move on from there. Uh, Free Free Palestine says, are you enjoying your wonderful globortion with a heart emoji? Uh, so not too much to comment on there. Thinking Monkey says, when you're cruising, uh, when you're at cruising speed in a plane, you don't feel the sensation of traveling at 580 miles per hour. So why would we notice the speed of Earth? Thanks for your first super chat there, Thinking Monkey. So, um, yeah, when we're traveling on a plane, why don't we feel the sensation of traveling at 580 miles per hour? I think that's pointed at you there, Iron Horse. Okay, well, 
I would say the reason we don't feel it is because we're within an enclosed capsule and it's pressurized. We've got walls, we've got nose, we've got wings on the side. I would say if we um, decided to go and sit out under the wing to pour our cup of tea, we might find a different story. Okay. Uh, next one coming in from Megan Marie says, even if the earth was flat, what would there be to gain from hiding the shape? There is so much evidence. It's a globe. Look at the Pontchartrain bridges. So somebody brought up these bridges again as a reason against it. Yeah. Somebody brought up a reason for it. So we've heard two different stories yeah, now. So <laughs> uh, this is getting interesting. I, I'm starting to think this bridge might be the uh, the crux of this whole conversation. Uh, thanks for your super chat, Megan Marie. Uh, so even if the earth was flat, what would there be to gain from hiding its shape. What do you reckon? Still man that item? I don't know. Maybe I, I'm, I'm at a loss because I, I, that's what I wanted to know. I, I wanted to know. I, I'm at a loss to know why anyone would lie about the earth being round or flat. Like NASA could just could have just solved this whole thing. Just said, oh yeah, it's flat. And what what would be the issue with like I don't NASA wouldn't. I don't, I don't get why. They would do this. I'm still wanting to know. All right, but they are. Well, um, I, w I would say then, why would be the fact that um, let's assume that we're useful workers for people who assume that they have some sort of ownership over us. So we'll just say we're slaves. Let's just assume they're not not saying we are. Not saying we are. Just saying, if we gave the slaves the idea that there would be better working conditions outside of the compound within which we live, then there's a potential that some of our slaves might want to escape. And if we find too many of our slaves escaping, we might try and do something and try and brainwash them into thinking, oh, it's not a good idea. You know, this is all there is. This is all we've got. And the Antarctic ice wall is the limits to it. And so this is what we're currently confounded to because potentially there might be uh, better uh, plantations to work on on the other side of the fence. Any thoughts over and there? And yet Aiden? the Catholic Church, which is, I was just going to say, the Catholic Church is one of the most oppressive institutions ever conceived of by humanity. Um, mm. All taught that the earth was flat, basically. So, you know. I don't, right. I don't, I don't see why, why that follows. All right, uh, we can move on from there. Uh, Mega Marie strikes again here. Let's see. Uh, oh, sorry, that's the same one. But yeah, thanks for your chat, Mega Marie. Uh, LJ coming in again. Aiden, prove that rockets actually make it to quote unquote space. Well, I don't have one in my backyard right now, so I, I don't, like I could probably show you a video of them going up to space, but then you'd say that video is fake. And maybe even if I did have a, a rocket in my backyard, if I, if I was a billionaire and had a rocket in my backyard and got in it on this live stream, went up there, you'd say this is all a government conspiracy. There's nothing I could show you because you cannot be shown anything because you will not pay attention to evidence. All right. The moment you start paying attention to the evidence, I'll show you the evidence. All right, well, thank you there, Aiden. And next one coming in, Free Free Palestine says, it's a horizontal horizon, not a curved horizon. Uh, not a curved curve-vison. Uh, I, 
I, I messed up your pun. I'm sorry. Uh, let's carry on, guys. Bite Me XD says, if the Earth was flat, wouldn't major companies who are hellbent on maximizing profits reveal that and use it to their benefit? Or are they pissing away billions and you know more than all of them? That one went right over my head. <laughs> Uh, so I'll I'll just well, uh, okay. So so let, let's I'll I'll try and like steel man the point. So let's say that there was more land beyond the ice sheet. I would imagine maybe even more oil fields. You know, more resources to exploit. Companies would be making a killing. Oil frozen for me. Oh yeah, your feed uh, froze for a second there. Uh, uh, You're back. Oh, are we? I'm back. Okay, awesome. You are. So as I was saying. If there was all this land beyond the ice walls, like Game of Thrones or something, then all the companies would be able to go out there and exploit the resources beyond the walls, right? There would be land to cultivate. There would probably be oil fields, conceptually. Um, there would be so much more resources for the, the corporations to be able to harvest. And they're giving all that up for what reason? That would be a... Well, well that assumes that it's something of value to us. Yeah, what, what if it's absolutely of no value to us? I mean, technically, when you think about it, gold uh, looks pretty, but it, it's of no value. It's just a thing that we've de determined. We'll, we'll set a standard of wealth towards of a piece of nothing. It's just, it's a metal, a mineral. Inductive and we've determined our entire, our entire fucking economy on the backbone there's nothing. All right. Uh, let's try to move on. I guess uh, I think we've gotten all our points across there for that one. Thanks for your super chat by me, XD. LJ says Aiden hasn't provided one proof for his globe religion. Um, I think you've already asked this question, LJ, but uh, if you want to take like a couple seconds to, uh, you know, he's, he's saying that, you know, believing in the globe is a religion. So LJ. if you want to maybe take a moment and talk about that, uh, you can go ahead, Aiden. Well, praise be to the globe. Let me proselytize to you, my children. The holy globe, you see, has many gifts to offer its disciples, such as when you are on a point, certain point geographically on the earth and you look south, you will probably see the Southern Cross. If you're at a different point, you will see the same Southern Cross because of the curvature of the earth. Also, our holy mother globe has blessed us with so much technology that is possible due to the globe of the earth such as the international space stations being a thing all the satellites which allow us to have you know global positioning systems and all these different technologies this is the fruits of the holy globe okay and i i, I would ask you to repent of your flat earth sins and please join our globe religion thank you all right that was fun uh let's carry on Oh, thank you for that. And and Iron Horse, like, I see you over there. You guys are both characters. This has been a, a joy to host you guys. Oh, I, I didn't hear a thing. I was I was just uh, concentrating on something else. Sure you were. <laughs> All right, so Free Free Palestine says, All space agencies are just taking your money. Rockets cannot get high enough to show the mythical blue marble. Just CGI. Earth is seriously flat. It's another declaration, um, and you're kind of going down on the CGI, but we do appreciate you, Free Free Palestine. Time. we're going to try to I, I agree i reckon that's spot on like that they, they haven't that yeah every time right. we see something that is sent up as a rocket going into space you will reach a certain point yeah well they'll show it and show it and show it and then the next thing it just 
reverts the CGI. We've never actually seen a full footage of anything continuously going in space. All right. Uh, what about the people that actually had to launch? So, are they lying or is the CGI on the firmament maybe? They're, they're watching the same CGI stuff. You see it. It just That's switches cameras, man. It switches cameras every time. Every time. Guarantee. All right. Uh, let's get to the next one here, guys. Uh, LJ, uh, you know, what would be a flat earth debate if you didn't say even my dog knows all the moon landings were faked? What would we do without that? Oh, man, I appreciate you. LJ says again, would anybody get on a 17,500 mile per hour roller coaster? I wouldn't. That that That's pretty damn fast, you know, I think I'd have to pick up my eyeballs in the back of my head. That's too fast. Any thoughts over there, Aiden? Are they saying that like the Earth's like moving too fast for us to like, like even I think even Iron Horse at one said at one point said speed is relative, and you know objects in space move very fast. I don't see what the problem is when we're all in the gravitational field that we're in. You know, um, Iron Horse mentioned that we're in a plane. When you're in a plane, you're in a container, and so that you don't feel the speed. If you're on the wing, you might feel a bit different. Well, the atmosphere and the gravity is what's containing us, so I don't see what's... There you go. That's the answer. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Uh, Orange Rob, would you get on a one-mile-per-hour roller coaster? Sounds kind of boring. <laughs> Any thoughts there? No. All right. That I'm oh, sorry, Orange Rob. Maybe we. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting on one. <laughs> Everybody's sitting on their hands with that one. Kango forty four. Modern day debate. I know a homeless guy on my street with a sandwich board. <laughs> you silly Congo forty four. I'm not finishing that one off. You're. Yeah, come on, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he says, I know a homeless guy on my street with a sandwich board shouting nonsense. Shall I give him? Uh, shall I give James his details? Oh, Congo, you're just you're uh, being a royal Send that man. homeless guy $25. <laughs> All right. He sounds um, like he deserves it. Matters Now, which is uh, secretly Ozian. And I have to say that because some people are going to think it's secretly oh, Secretly. Yes, they're going to say it's me because it says after show on my own and Ryan's channel, open stage. So it, there is an after show that me and Ozian will be doing. Uh, I'll give both of you fellas the uh, StreamYard link and you can join us in there and get some of the uh, audience questions and stuff like that in person if you'd like. Uh, well, you know, in internet person. So just posted the link in the live chat, everybody, and we're going <laughs> to move on from there. All righty. So back up to my scroll. Gongo, you behave yourself. All right, I'm going to read yours a little carefully now before I <laughs> go through them. All right, so LJ says uh, he, he feels like you've said a lot, Aiden, but you still lost the debate. So uh, he doesn't feel like you're saying too much. Uh, did you want to make any commentary on that? Any clapbacks or just carry on? I didn't hear any of it. My internet cut out. Sorry. That's okay. Maybe that's for the best because I don't think LJ is being very polite. Okay. So Congo 44. <laughs> My Indian cut out too. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to skip over this one, Congo. We're going to try to get something that spur the conversation, but thanks for getting your thoughts like on Oh, okay, fine. He says, this is real bottom of the barrel stuff. Iron Horse has, the, has drunk the contents of the barrel. 
so I think he's saying you drank the Kool-Aid, but he's also kind of making another backhand. So you can let Congo know how you feel if you like their iron horse, but Congo. There, there's plenty more barrels where that come from. Come on. <laughs> if, I, if I just put it into one bottle at a time, you know, I'm not doing a barrel. That, that's just ridiculous. Just a, just a barrel, right? Anyways, we're we're all bad. All right, so Joe Barian says, Iron Horse, what is the speed of sound in a vacuum? Well, technically, there is no sound in a vacuum because everything requires a medium upon which to vibrate and be frequent upon. And so while the speed of sound in the atmosphere might be about 767 miles per hour inside a vacuum, there's nothing for it to be frequent upon, so there is no speed of sound. Alrighty, let's carry on there, guys. And as I was to crawl up again, uh, Matters Now, Ozian, uh, says, It was Richard Garriott on the ISS. He's alive. I think that's the person you were mentioning. I think earlier. that's a reference to the, yeah, Richard Garion. I think I've heard of him. Garriott. With T. Garriott. Yeah. Uh, next one I'll came stop in from him Google Esteban uh, Ilabaca, uh, and also reinforcing this idea. He says, Iron, the guy on the ISS, was Richard Garriott. He's still alive. He enjoys magic tricks. Uh, that's what he did there. You haven't even looked into it. Sad. Um any thoughts there, Iron Horse? Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I, I thought I was addressing him. Damn it, Iron Horse. All right, I'll read it again. You're I'm fine. sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're fine, I'm just picking. Iron Horse, the guy on the ISS was Richard Garriott. He's still alive. He, he enjoys oh, yeah. magic tricks. That's what he did there. You yes. haven't looked at Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then look, look, uh, sad. Look, that is exactly how I would describe it if I was doing the cover story for the the NASA people. That's fucking perfect. Thank you. Question. <laughs> so far with Richard Garriott, I just it's a doctor who's like a therapist or something. Um nuclear science. What what? I can't find the guy you guys are looking for. I don't know. Oh you don't need to. It's just it's just a guy, you know, like I, you know, you, you would think that if people are going to be under I, the ISS, they're going to stay there for three, yeah. four, six, maybe eight months at a time or whatever. But they just um, interchange them in accordance to how it works with the. Um, so uh, Durendal <laughs> sends in a membership chat. <laughs> we'll carry on there. Uh, Durendal Project sends in a mem membership chat and says, argument from personal incredulity. So you're saying that you're saying, I don't know, therefore X, and inserting uh, what you don't know. So that's from Durendal Project. Do you want to explain to him? how what you're doing is not an argument from personal incredulity. Uh, Who's it directed at? I, I might have cut out there a bit. Is I'm it... not sure. I think both of you can maybe take a moment to explain if you both, like, I mean, unless you want to say, hey, yeah, I make an argument from personal incredulity, but, you know, if you want to explain how that's not what you're doing, I'll give you each 30 seconds to explain. Uh, I'll let you go, man. You good? You got it? Uh, yeah, so I mean, I've looked at the experiments that were done. The um, the whole I've mentioned a couple of times the stars and looking south. I've mentioned Aristophanes. I've looked at the um, photos on the International Space Station and the um, videos, um, all that sort of stuff. Like, I would have to be personally incredulous to that information if I was making that argument. All right, Iron Horse. That kind so of argument. 
Yeah, no, that was awesome. That was beautiful. That's exactly what I would expect for an argument from incredulity. Perfect example. Thank you very much. All right. Let's carry on. Question for Iron. So from the UK, if I head west, I will reach the shore of Antarctica, correct? As it goes all around the outside. So going west from the UK. Yeah, technically, if you if you just start west, but you stay that direction, you will end up going south. That, that, yep, that's how it works. If you decide to use your compass and stay west, you will go in a circle around the North Pole. But yeah, if you just started west, set your bearings, went south, absolutely, you'll reach the South Pole. All righty. Uh, next one coming in from LJ asks, uh, Ryan, Google highest continent on Earth. I think it's Nova Scotia. That's where it's all legal, right? Uh, let's have no, I'm kidding. <laughs> let's just see here. Uh, Antarctica is the highest continent in the world with an average elevation of about 7,200 feet. Uh, 2,200 meters above sea level. This is due to the thick ice sheet that covers most of the continent. Asia, on the other hand, has the highest and lowest points on Earth, such as Mount Everest and the Dead Sea. So I'm just reading that directly off Google. You know, you can flame me in the comments for taking the first thing I read off Google, but that's what I got. So um, I'm not sure why you brought this up, LJ. Do you guys want to... Can you maybe explain, Iron Horse, what he may be getting at here? Oh, I think LJ is spot on to it. He's just saying, yeah, Mount Everest, it's only like five and a half miles, maybe whatever, you know, 5.5, 5.4, I can't remember. But it's, it's pretty high. <laughs> it's a pretty big mountain, but that's just like the biggest thing we've got. But then when you go out towards the Antarctic Circle, uh, yeah, it, it seems that some of these uh, mountainous expanses are like 12 and a half miles or more high, which is way more than... Um, Everest, and yeah, this you you would think they'd be would have more information on it if, if that was the case. All right, any thoughts over there, Aiden? Or you want to carry on? Oh, let's just carry on. I'm not sure that what that was supposed to. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, if you're hanging out in the live chat, you know, we've got about half of you that hit the like button. Let's keep it going, guys, and uh, see if we can cap out. JD on YouTube. Aiden, the benefit of fooling the masses about the world we live in is for control and making people surrender to what science says. For example, three years ago. We can't talk about what happened three years ago, but I get yeah, what you're saying. But they know. could easy, just as easily control people on a flat earth. Like, if you've got the. If you want to use science to control people, you would say you would make up a different lie like, oh, science demands that you all sacrifice your children, firstborn children to make fruit grow bigger. That would be the kind of lie science would use to control people, not the earth is round. There's no control that that benefits you. And that's proven by the fact that you're rebelling against science on this issue. So there seems they've swept up a little controversy that they didn't need to. So if that is true that they're doing this for control, it's certainly backfired. Any thoughts over there? Or did you want to carry on, Iron? That, that seems a little bit strange that, yep, that would be the case. But, yep, um, we'll carry on. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, do, 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 question for – so, yeah, that was uh, – last one was from LJ. Uh, JD on YouTube. Let's see. Swampy Pubes. Enjoyed the debate tonight, gentlemen. Great job, as always, Ryan. Well, thank you. Thank you, Swampy Pubes. With your nasty 
swampy. Great name, by the way. Name, yeah. Take take a shower. Like they'll thank you for that. All right, Orange Rob. Again, please provide an example of a pressure gradient in an enclosed container, not a bottle that you release pressure from. Iron Horse, you are brainwashed. They say. Ooh, I see. <laughs> pressure gradient. I mean, holy fucking shit. Like, all right. I'll do one just for the fucking hell of it. It's, and it's a Red Bull. Yeah. Oh, pressure gradient. <laughs> All the gases are escaping. Holy shit. Oh, uh, was that the question? Uh, well, I think uh, I think we can carry on from there um, before we release any other gases from our containers, guys. Uh, we'll behave ourselves over here. Uh, can I go 45? Oh, I understand. No, no fart jokes, all right? No, I'm kidding. All right, so Iron Horse, yeah. the water of the oceans is not flat. Uh, tides are a thing, or are tides part of the conspiracy? Who asked that one? That was from Kango 44. They're on their best behavior this time. Kango 44. Right. Well, uh, tides what again? <laughs> Damn it, Iron Horse. Hold on one second there, buddy. All right. So <laughs> question for Iron Horse. All right. The water of the oceans okay. is not flat. Tides are a thing. Or are tides part of the conspiracy? Yeah, they're part of the conspiracy. Fucking There's no doubt about it. All right, and definitely part of the conspiracy. Any thoughts over? You know there? what? I'm 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 coming clean on this one, guys. He's right. I paid the tides. They're on my payroll. I paid the tides. They're See? very on this. All right. Look 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 to this. Follow the money, man. The tides are in on this. Oh man, if we if we we couldn't be having more fun if you paid us. All right, let's see here. Question for Iron Horse. They're paying us, man. Yeah, I know they, they they're literally putting in super chats right now. Thanks, guys. Uh, <laughs> that was part of the joke, right? We're all just I I can't help but get at least one dad joke in per stream. So if you guys got any more super chats, keep them coming, and we're winding down on the end here. So Kango forty four question for Iron Horse. Why, during the construction of the London Underground, was the curvature of the Earth taken into account? Please try better than just denial. I assume he's talking about the London Underground Tunnel towards uh, France, which is the channel, and the only curvature that they could possibly have taken into account is the fact that the compass is always going to be pointing to north, and they're that far north. Uh, close north that the only curvature was that left right curvature it was never ever once the up down curvature that some sort of globe heads might assume but you know any thoughts over there aiden or i'm gonna carry on uh, i think i think we're good okay all right let's see <laughs> old jay dollar 99 uh flat would mean there's more undiscovered land duh I hope I put the right. Yeah, exactly. So they'd have the, yeah, LJ. That would mean there's more incentive to go out and exploit and go get that undiscovered land. Why are the corporations not doing that? They would be if there was more land out there. I promise you, America would be the first. All those oil fields, man. They'd be swooping in on that. There'd be a whole. Oh man, we we couldn't even call it the con uh, conflict in the Middle East because if there's more land out there, who knows if it's even in the middle and in the east anymore. Um, well, what about be... if these um, 
these people over the other side had uh, like better technology that made your little airplanes dropping bombs look like pretty stupid. And they, they, then they'd come and take our land. They'd come and take our land. And Why? They haven't. Because that's what human beings do when they have better technology than other human beings. Well, 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 well maybe, maybe what they've got is already so... Control. Yeah, or they control. couldn't be fucked. Or control. Or control. It's control, man. Yeah. If, if I had something far superior to what you got, why would I try and take off what you got? You know, I, I'd well, just stay where the superior place is and just leave you to your piece of shit. I can ask the Roman right. Empire and ask literally every conqueror in all of human history that has ever taken anyone for anything like literally because it had some sort of wealth value to them at the time yeah and the oil we have would probably be valuable to them probably electricity we produce probably is your 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 strongest argument is probably Oh my god! We're talking right. about a mythical race of human beings beyond the ice wall. You imagine. exactly, and, and, and you think probably. Well, oh, don't you think they might have something fucking far superior to anything we've got? And fuck your oil. Uh, oh, you it was know, your hypothetical oil. Uh, it was your uh, hypothetical. Uh, oh, right. you're the one who invented the people beyond all right, the ice wall. All right. All right. Let's just we, let's just wheel it all in. We're gonna take it down a a few notches here for our last super chat. But guys, uh, yeah, this has been a joy, and you guys are obviously having a lot of fun engaging with each other. And uh, I see you guys in the live oh, yeah. chat. You're having a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna mess. I'm gonna butcher your name. Uh, that's for sure. Since you called me Rain, you didn't spell my name right, so this is only fair. Zark uh, Zarin, why can't rockets reach the dome? We have the math to reach the moon. Flat Earth, show the math to reach the dome. And yep, Rain, you butchered my name. Rain. I think that's a great question, and honestly, I don't have the answer to it, but what I would say if I try to discern the answer is i would say that once a certain thing gets above a certain density of the medium which is there which gets less and less and less as it gets higher and higher is that it loses the thrustability that you might suppose to it to the point where it has no thrustability and so it just does a big disney curve it comes back down the earth and that's basically the end of the story all she wrote all right, so what we'll do then, since that was our last super chat, uh, unless any more come in last minute, I'm going to give you guys <laughs> each one minute to give your closing thoughts. So, uh, Aiden, over to you. Uh, one minute on the floor. Closing thoughts on our discussion tonight and uh, interacting with Iron Horse. All righty. So tonight, we, or today, depending on what time zone you're in, uh, we've been discussing uh, why we should believe in the flat Earth model. Um I asked Iron Horse for a positive reason, why it has more evidence or any anything better it could offer us than the globe Earth model. And each every single time, it, it came up short, apart from appealing to mere um, observation, which you could be fooled by a mirage in the desert if that's how you're going to go by things. Um, quite frankly, I was I'm disappointed. I wanted to become a flat earther today, but uh, it didn't give me what I was looking for. So I, I, that's all I got to say about that. So all right, you got it. One floor, uh, one minute on the floor there, Iron Horse. Yeah, no, that's that's really interesting because I'm still surprised that anybody could actually believe they lived on anything except a flattened station on the Earth. So, yeah, um, 
I'm very impressed with the fact that he could cling to the preconceived notions that he'd been brought up with since a young child to still believe we live on a spinning space ball hurtling through a vacuum of space. I think that's just incredible that the, the length it takes to believe such a thing, it's, um, <laughs> it's probably the greatest miracle in the world. So thank you very much, Ryan, and appreciate being here. All right. Well, thank you so much, Iron Horse and Aiden. A big round of virtual applause to them in the live chat. Uh, we are going to be back next week for more juicy debates. So make sure you hit that like button. Uh, you know, if our speakers have links, we're going to get them linked in the live chat. If they're not there yet, we're going to get them there for sure. Uh, so stay tuned. Uh, once again, hit that like button and uh, we'll see you all shortly. Take care.